This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Flint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Van Deese joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandel, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal. The Jason Walker Show. Hey, what up? Happy New Week and happy Tuesday. Jason Walker Show hanging out inside the man cave today. Big show coming up today. We're going to talk some hockey. We also we're going to talk hoops. Brandon Day, victorious hell and a high boys coach, will join us a little bit later on. Also going to talk to the new head coach at um, Providence for hockey, Tommaso DeAngelis Argos. Had kind of a rough start to the season. Didn't know if they were going to have a season, and now they're one and one after splitting over with uh, the Grizzlies uh, Friday and Saturday. We'll talk to Coach D coming up a little bit later on. Also on this day in history, the walk-off and much more. Auto Concepts Performance of the Week coming up as well. The walk-up is presented by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry with three distinct divisions so you can create the log home of your dreams and your budget. You've got milled, handcrafted, and timber frame. Veteran-owned, woman-owned, operated, and family-owned and operated. Check them out at yourcustomlog.com. Montana Custom Log Homes. So, uh, let's start today with, uh, well, who doesn't have a classified document at this point, right? Do you have a classified? I don't have a classified document. I don't think. Do you? Seems like everybody has one at this point. Uh, The big news coming out of the Frontier Conference today, Chris Stutzry is going to stay as the head coach at Rocky Mountain College. He became a finalist for the Minot State job. And uh, it was announced today, he confirmed to the Billings Gazette, 406mtsports.com, he's going to stay at Rocky. He was, uh, we mentioned, uh, one of two finalists for Minot State. That's an NCAA D2 school. And he had an in-campus candidate forum uh, a week ago today. But he told 406mtsports.com he's not headed uh, saying, quote, I'm not going to Minot. We've been working our butts off here recruiting, and we've been getting our players right for spring ball and doing all of that, end quote. So uh, the new head coach at Minot is going to be Ian Shields, who was the UNLV offensive analyst. So there you go. Good news, though, Stay, that Coach Stutz is staying because he's such a great guy. Absolutely love talking with him and uh, – he was one that got us a helmet. We're the only one we don't have of the Frontier helmets in Montana is Montana Western. Ryan Norse, man, dropping the ball. We've got Rocky Northern Tech. Carol's over here, um, right to the right of uh, my right shoulder there. So there you go. Uh, the Bobcat women picking up big win. And uh, the Bobcat men winning for the first time in Dahlberg since uh, 2010, 12 years, 13 years over the weekend. Good stuff there. Uh, Lady Grizz and the Bobcat women both doing something special in the next couple of weeks. Now, for the Lady Grizz, not only on February 11th will they be naming the court after the great legendary Robin Selvig. Um, Wish we could go to that game so bad. But um, it's a big weekend for the Lady Grizz. They're hosting Sacramento State Thursday. Lady Grizz hosting Portland State on Saturday in the inaugural N7 game. Now, it's a Nike initiative led by Sue and Assiniboine tribal member Sam McCracken of Fort Peck. And Nike's made a commitment to inspire and enable 2 million Native American and Aboriginal youth in North America to participate in sport and activity, physical activity. Montana, uh, the Lady Grizz is going to wear 
uh, turquoise, which symbolizes friendship and fellowship in native cultures. Also a special logo that's going to uh, be designed. There will be Friday, so it's game Thursday and then uh, game Saturday, but Friday night, uh, there'll be a free screening of the house that Rob built at Dahlberg. And we've talked about this documentary forever since before it even came out. Megan Harrington, the former player, uh, directed it. Lots of former Lady Grizz in there. Coach Binford from the Bobcats. Obviously, it talks a lot about Selvig, but it, it also talks about the importance of the Native American basketball to the Lady Grizz. And uh, Malia Kipp, Tamara Gardapi, Cimarron Schilt, Leanne Montez, Corey Viegas McDonald will be there as well. So that is just awesome, and I wish I could be at that game. Um, February 4th, the Montana State men are going to do a No More Stolen Relatives game. And if you wear all red, you get $5 tickets. On the 11th of February, the Bobcat women will be hosting Idaho State No More Stolen Sisters. And we've been a huge advocate for that over the last couple of years. And, of course, Cola Bad Bear has been on the show and has talked about uh, missing and, and murdered indigenous women. So a couple of great weekends for Native American culture uh, with the Bobcats and the Lady Grizz. Absolutely wonderful. Kudos to both athletic departments and everybody who's, who's put this together. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, looking forward to both of those weekends for sure. Uh, let's see, Frontier Conference, new uh, players of the week for basketball, both from Carol Andrew Cook, who is also the NAI Basketball Player of the Week, and Maddie G, Maddie Garretts, winning her first uh, award for basketball. Uh, on, on the track, man, there were some great performances. Uh, Providence set some school records, I think four school records that they set in Bozeman over the weekend. But uh, Abby Clark of Tech, Sydney Little Light of Rocky, Women's Athletes of the Week for track and field. Uh, Brett Glazer of Carol Jackson Wilson of Rocky for the men. So congratulations to those winners. Courtney Nelson, MSUB, the GNAC Women's Basketball Player of the Week. And uh, good performances all the way around. Uh, let's see, what else did we... Uh, want to hit on before we get to talking to coaches. Oh, national finals just wrapped up. But news coming out today, <laughs> prize money is increasing. Now, this was part of the deal when they, when they re-upped with Vegas four or five years ago. And it was, you got increased payouts. So it started at $10 million. The 2023 NFR which will be December 7th through the 16th of this year, will have more than $11.5 million for payout and guaranteed prize money of $1.2 million for qualifiers that will be split out. Between 2015 and 2020, it was a total of $10 million per year, 8.8 in competition prize, 1.2 in the guaranteed prize money. It was 10.257 two years ago, $10.9 million this last year, and winners now in the, each round, each go-round, are going to take home over $30,000 per night. The average winner is almost 79000 So there is going to be a lot of money up for grabs, which is awesome. And uh, world championship race already in full swing. On the rodeo side, I know uh, some Montanans or a Montanan already leading. And granted, it's early. The season started in October. But uh, no surprise, Stetson Wright already on top of the all-around standings. Uh, bareback, Garrett Shadbolt in Saddle Bronc. Shorty Garrett. Um Jesse Cruz sitting in there in 11th. He had such a great weekend uh, two weeks ago at the uh, circuit finals. Trey Holston leading the Bulls. And again, this is really, really early 
in the season. It's going to ramp up, obviously, especially Montana come come June. Josh Hefner leading the steer wrestling uh, early on. Uh, barrel racing, Haley Kinzel, they haven't updated from last year. So there you go. Good stuff. All right, let's get to our auto contest performance of the week. And lots of great performances. We could have gone basketball. We could have gone wrestling. Um, but we're going to the puck, to the ice. And our auto contest performance of the week is going to be the Providence Argo men's hockey team. Why? They lost, right? They lost Friday 5-3 to the uh, Montana Grizzlies. They beat the Grizz on Saturday 6-2. But with what this team had to go through since last March, uh, previous coach Jeff Heimel, you know, gone. Didn't even know if there was going to be a season until November when a coach was finally hired. We'll talk to the new coach, Tommaso DeAngelis, coming up. But for seven returners to put together a roster in the last couple of months with everything that's involved, the Argo hockey team is our performance of the week. And I've yet to, I haven't, I just got it, I think Thursday. I got a new sweater, hockey sweater, to put up in the studio. So I can't wait. Thanks, coach. But uh, anytime you are needing performance enhancement for your vehicle, <laughs> get to Auto Concepts. They are your auto enhancement professionals, and they do it all from the bottom to the top and front to the back of your vehicle. Whether it needs cleaned, great detailing. Whether it needs a stereo, whether it needs a grill guard, whether it needs, um, what are those things called on the floor floorboards? <laughs> bed covers, bed rugs, uh, lift kits, winches, whatever you need. Auto Concepts will get it done. In Helena, so get a hold of them. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk to the victorious basketball coach of the Helena High Bengals. Big win last week. The number two team in the state over their rival Capital Bruins. Brandon Day is going to join us also. Tommaso DeAngelis and much more still to come. Walk Up, brought to you by Montana Custom Log Homes, the premier log home company in the industry. Over 50 years experience. Finest craftsmen available in the West. And it says Montana, but I think it's in the entire West. I've seen their work. Over 15 floor plans. You can go in with your own. They'll work with you and your budget to create a log home that is crafted to last for generations. Get a hold of Montana Custom Log Homes today at yourcustomlog.com. Brandon Day, when we come back here on the Jason Walker Show. Strength, beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Spring is fast approaching and summer is just around the corner. So now is the time to get those windows tinted at Auto Concepts as the sun starts to heat up. Tinting is the best way to keep the sun out of your little one's eyes driving down the road. Plus, it just looks cool. Auto Concepts is your exclusive 3M dealer for tinting as well as the best clear bras in town. Auto Concepts clear bras will not fade or yellow over time. And don't forget about suspension lifts and power steps for your rig too. Visit AutoConceptsHelena.com or check them out on Facebook. Auto Concepts, the auto enhancement professionals. Summer, the season to work hard, play hard. The days are heating up and getting longer. The smell of fresh cut grass, the hot sun on your skin. <laughs> 
we kidding? We all know you're really thinking about having fun and relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one. Play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place. The Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from Mulundy Center, the Copper Club Casino. L&P Grocery offers Boulder a convenient shopping experience, whether you're stopping in for a few things or stocking up for the week ahead. From fresh produce and meat to all the staples you need to feed your family, you'll find it here. L&P Grocery is also proud to have partnerships with local brands and carry products unique to the area. Stop by to exchange propane tanks, pick up fishing tackle, grab your prescription, or get your photo taken at the pitcher kiosk. They're delighted to be the one-stop shop for local area Boulder residents who want Want to support local business? Visit lnpgrocery.com and at 215 North Main Street. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State from rodeos to portraits and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings, or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Everyone knows about Dinners Done Right and the convenience of the cook and carry cuisines. It's so easy to just stop by and you have something for dinner that night. But there's also one more thing you need to know about. Dinners Done Right Grab and Go Salad Bar. Yes, I said salad bar. Always the freshest ingredients along with a daily soup and nacho bar too. So the next time you are in a rush or you just want to eat healthy, stop by Dinners Done Right for the soup, salad, and nacho bar. For monthly menus and more info, it's dinnersdoneright.com. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Jason Walker Show. Ah, welcome back, Jason Walker Show on a Tuesday. Back to back in the man cave and back at it and loving it. So there you go. We got some big news coming up in the walk-off. You're gonna want to stick around for that. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture. Make the quality choice for your home at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Big games last week. Crosstown swept by Helena High. First time since 2019 that both the boys and the girls getting wins over their rivals. And joining us now to talk about the boys' win is the head coach of the number two team ranked, number two ranked team in the state. His name is Brandon Day, and he joins us now. Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. All right, Coach, uh, congratulations on a big win in uh, Crosstown the other night. And uh, Tevin Wenzel, big bucket. Uh, Mr. Lieberg having a nice game, and your defense came to play too. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a good team effort, and I'm proud of the boys. It was a battle, and you know, we, didn't, we didn't shoot our best, but kudos to Capitol. They played great defense um, Thursday night. So, yeah, it was a fun game. Uh, take me through the last couple of minutes. What was going through your head there? Well, you know, obviously we were having our, having some struggles, um, taking care of the basketball and, um, knocking down some, we actually had some easy ones near the end that we missed, um, uncharacteristic misses for us. But, uh, so, you know, you're, things are looking a little bleak for a little while. Um, you know, really never in the game did we ever 
eight, I don't think. I know we tied it, but, um, you know, pretty much the, the one stat that does stick out on on that uh, other side of town is that their, their free throw percentages were low. So, and it was definitely something that we were, we were eyeballing and then thinking about, you know, implementing, you know, foul early, put them on the line. But, uh, you know, the big thing was is that, you know, the guys kept on getting stops. Dylan Lawson had some big stops at the end of the game. Um, we got some lucky breaks and um, they missed some free throws. And, um, you know, we ran um, a couple of our, or of our plays a couple of different ways. And uh, it worked out for us that we, we got the breaks we needed and got the win. You got the shot when you needed it too. Take me through that play. Well, the big thing was is what we, we, uh, you know, having Dylan um, at the high post, we just ran the same play actually, which was kind of kind of crazy. And but the difference was is that they knew it was coming, so they took away the the baseline option and left Kevin open on the backside. So it just worked out that um, Dylan Christman made made the right read, and um, Kevin hit the big shot. So kind of how you drew it up, but not as, not exactly the play you wanted it to start with. So, right. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, in that point, you know, I, I'm going to go, go for the tie, go for the, the layup versus the three. Um, but, uh, you know, it's also important to you know, take the open shot and, um, Tevin shoots a pretty high percentage from three. So <laughs> it's not like it's a bad shot. From three. And he knocked down the open shot, which I'm, I'm proud of him. You've, the the last few minutes there of that fourth quarter, you go on a nine nothing run, falling behind forty two thirty five. Did you say anything to the guys defensively to crank it up and, and and do a good job on the Bruins there? Well, you know, we called timeout actually. I think around there, and um, the biggest thing is that you know, those Bruins boys they just rebound and they are mm-hmm. physical, and we just were struggling. Um, we just were struggling defensively to to get a rebound when we needed one. So that was our main main talk when they came to the sideline. Is, you know, if you, you want to let this get away, then, then just keep doing what you're doing. But <laughs> um, you know, we got to put a body on them, and, and we got to we got to take care of the basketball offensively and actually run some offense. I think we had four transition shots in a row that were not good shots, not high quality shots. So you know, the discussion was box out and actually, you know, play some basketball. Um, luckily, they started doing that in the end and closed her up. It's crazy how when you come down to basics, good things can happen sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> boys, they get so amped up and excited and their atmosphere is nuts. They think they got to do it on their own. Really, it's 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 all about composure and really taking care of basketball. He's Brandon Day, the Helena High Boys coach. Big win over Capital uh, last Thursday. Uh, speaking of the environment, how much do you pay attention to the crowd or how much do you hear the crowd when you're in a big game like that? You know, coaching. I ended as a player when I was a player many, many years ago. I, uh, I, I really don't hear much um, other than you know just noise. Um, you know, somebody was saying that there's somebody behind us that was yelling something at the officials or something, and I don't like I don't really hear that um, very often. It's mostly just you know I do hear the student sections when they have their little individual chants that I can't help but giggle at sometimes. But um, for the most part, now you kind of get zoned in and and trying just to figure out, especially in that game, how to put the ball in the hole. So, uh, you know, it's not too bad, but it's, what a great atmosphere. Um, such a fun game to, for those boys to be part of. And, uh, you know, it was a good night. How much how, how much weight is lifted off your shoulders and, and guys like the seniors that hadn't beaten Capital, especially in the jungle? You know, it's <clears throat> I think actually uh, I was asked a question afterwards, you know, if I anticipated um, capital high coming out the way they did. Um, and of course my answer was absolutely. I, I think this is the first time and well, for sure in my time, uh, my six years that we were ranked ahead of capital high coming into this game. Um, so I knew I, they would be, they would be angry looking to, to, to get the overrated chant going. Um, but, uh, no, it's capital. I, they're such a solid team. Such, you know, guy does a wonderful job coaching them over there. Mm-hmm. So I knew they would come ready to play and I knew it would be a game. And, um, you know, to get that, to get that win is, is definitely huge, huge for me and personally as a coach, and, um, you know, big for the guys and, and really moving forward, um, with this season, it's, it's a big win, you know, that's a, 
obviously we still have a long ways to go and, um, you know, half the, over half the conference season to finish, but, uh, uh, that's definitely one to, you know, get that monkey off the back. So that was a big one for us. Well, I think you just said it too, to hit on your point there that, you know, this is just a game. I mean, you still have a long way to go and more importantly than Crosstown, it's a Western double A victory, which is going to go a long way. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, you know, that's your end goal. Obviously Crosstown is a, is a goal on your list that you want to win. Um, but it's, you know, we still have an end goal that, that we're not even close to yet. So, um, you got to win one game at a time and, you know, Sentinel's next on the list and hopefully we can show up and play. That is at home on Thursday night. How much of a nice thing is it to have basically one game in a span of 12 days before you gear up for Sentinel? You know, it's, it's been nice for the guys because uh, that game, uh, you know, that capital cross town game is an emotional game. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes so much out of the boys. It takes so much out of, you know, us as coaches and, you know, whether you want to or not, and yes, it's another game, but it's, it's just, it's just different. It's the, um, you know, the atmosphere obviously drives a lot of that, um, the pressure of the community to, to, to win. So yeah, it's a big one. Um, but to have a little bit of time to now sit and prepare for, um, you know, Sentinel and then, you know, it's a real tough Butte game on Saturday in Butte, mm-hmm. um, is big for us. So, uh, let the boy, boys heal up a little bit. What do you expect from the Spartans on Thursday? You know, they're just kind of a hard-nosed team. They, they play hard. They're uh, going to work defensively, make you, um, you know, try to work for shots. And, um, you know, they're pretty big um, inside. So, um, you know, they're, they got a couple guys that can shoot, but more, you know, mostly they just they got some big size. So, you know, kind of the same thing where we just need to make sure defensively we're allowing them only to one shot. And um, offensively we're, we're taking care of the basketball and, and getting good looks. All right, take me down to the Mining City Saturday. There's one word I'm going to wait for you to say, and I hope you don't say it when describing the Bulldogs, but go ahead. <laughs> Tell me about Butte. No, Butte is a, Butte's a team that just just plays. They get up and down. Um, you know, they're not scared to take a shot. Um, you know, they are very capable of putting up a lot of points um, in a short time. Um you know, and then obviously playing in Butte, it's a, it's a tough place to play. So, um, you know, we're definitely going to have to be ready to go. Ludke, little Ludke is um, playing real well, you know, along with a few of their other guys and more experienced players. So, you know, they have some dudes. And, uh, um, you know, we're definitely going to have to show up and um, put together a, a, a game on Saturday. Thank you for not saying scrappy. <laughs> Every, no, I every every coach in every sport describes Butte the exact same way. Well, they're scrappy. Oh, well, I uh, I'm just impressed by. I mean, they can put some points up. That's what makes me <laughs> nervous. I'm scared that you know they, there's some times where they can just score. So, um, you know, that's my biggest concern is is how active they can be offensively and and how capable they are getting a lot of points in a hurry. Uh, it is National Compliment Day. I will pay you one on this International Day of Education. Thank you for everything you do as a as a teacher of young men and women. Well, well, thank you. I appreciate that. It is also appreciate you. Oh, go giving ahead. Our, giving our crew. I appreciate you giving our crew some some uh, some time on the radio and, and recognizing our our Helen High boys. Oh, absolutely. Hey, it is also Beer Can Appreciation Day. So, favorite can of beer you would appreciate especially after a hard-earned win. Boy, <clears throat> you know, I If think you were to go that way. If I did drink <laughs> a beer, I think, you know, I'm, I'm a pretty big cold smoke fan. Okay. Um, I do like, like a little cold smoke, but uh, no, I'm, I'm any of the Scottishes I'm, I'm pretty open to. Okay. If uh, I did. If you did, right, yeah. Um Appreciate you joining us. Uh, I know you're probably at the gym. The last time you were talked, uh, we talked. You were at the cabin. You were on vacation, um, and I don't think you've lost since then. So maybe more cabin trips are are in your future. Yeah, I, I think that I think that's a good idea. I'll bring that up to Mister Tanis and see if he approves of leave for some cabin time. Well, I was just going to say, don't even, uh, you know, it's not even leave. You just have to say, <laughs> Hey, I'm teaching remote. I, you know, I feel a little tickle in my throat and then you can teach like Monday, Tuesday up at the cabin, you know, 
I'm just I'm trying to help you out here. No, I appreciate that. I think that's I mean I I think it's a great plan. And if you, tell, if you tell Mr. Tennis that, he'll know he'll understand. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, we got we got through an entire year of remote. I think we can handle this, right? You're right. <laughs> Dude, it'll be just fine. There you go. Hey, uh, good luck this weekend. Congrats on the big win and we'll talk soon, coach. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. That is Brandon Day joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. It's not just a bundle, it's your home, it's your auto, it's your life. Mike understands that. Get a hold of Mike Miller, State Farm in Helena today. Yeah, big win for the Bruins. Got to keep it rolling now. I, I always say, I heard this years ago from a coach. Yeah, it's a big win, but now we got to back it up. So we'll see if they can do that on, uh, on Thursday with Sentinel. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. And when we return, we're going to talk the puck. Hockey returning to Great Falls, Providence, Argos, and the coach, Tommaso DeAngelis, will join us when we return here on the Jason Walker Show. Hang on. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta Eye Comfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. L&P Grocery offers Boulder a convenient shopping experience. Whether you're stopping in for a few things or stocking up for the week ahead, from fresh produce and meat to all the staples you need to feed your family, you'll find it here. L&P Grocery is also proud to have partnerships with local brands and carry products unique to the area. Stop by to exchange propane tanks, pick up fishing tackle, grab your prescription, or get your photo taken at the pitcher kiosk. They're delighted to be the one-stop shop for local area Boulder residents who want to support local business. Visit lnpgrocery.com and at 215 North Main Street. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Do you love to look at photos of Montana from animals to landscapes and more? Are you looking for a place to get your senior pictures or family portraits done? Are you a business owner looking to upgrade the decor in your offices? Well, look no further than Mark LaRoe Photography. Mark has been shooting beautiful photos all across the Treasure State, from rodeos to portraits, and would love to work with you. Visit MarkLaRoePhotography.com to see many masterpieces of his work, then give him a call to schedule your own photo shoot. Or to purchase one of his fantastic pieces, stop by Spirit of the Big Sky Gallery on Custer in Helena. MarkLaRoePhotography.com Strength Beauty, grit, superior craftsmanship. Our homes have it all. At Montana Custom Log Homes, if you can dream it, we can build it. With three divisions and over 50 years experience, we've got you covered. From a showcase home to a small cabin, we make your vision a reality. Because every cowboy wants a castle for his queen. Montana Custom Log Homes, crafting homes that last for generations. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. 
Summer, the season to work hard, play hard. The days are heating up and getting longer. The smell of fresh cut grass, the hot sun on your skin. We kidding. We all know you're really thinking about having fun and relaxing at the Copper Club Casino. Meet your friends for a cold one. Play a fiver or two. When you want great service, cold drinks, and fun entertainment, this is the place. The Copper Club Casino, where everybody knows your name any time of year. On Euclid, across from Mobile Center, the Copper Club Casino. Jason Walker Show. Welcome back. Jason Walker Show. Final segment on a Tuesday. A couple of shows left this week. And then we get into February. Today is the last... Tomorrow is the last Wednesday of January. Like a week from tomorrow is going to be February. Crazy. It's a good tune. Be a good hockey tune. Play on the ice. And speaking of the puck, University of Providence, our auto contest performance of the week, going one and one over in Missoula. And uh, not many thought there'd be a season for the Argos, but there is. And joining us to talk about it is the first year head coach, Tommaso DeAngelis. Joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. All right, I have uh, gotten to know this guy over the last couple of weeks, ever since he moved from the East Coast to Montana, and he is the Providence Argo hockey coach. Picked up win number one on Saturday night over in Missoula. Coach, how are you? Doing great. Uh, how are you doing, Jason? You know, it's great. I just saw you a few hours ago, but yet here we are chatting about hockey. Um, how did it feel to get that first win under your belt? Uh, truthfully, it felt great. Um, the guys worked really hard just to uh, be on the ice and uh, get the team going, obviously. Unfortunately, we got dropped from 16 with eligibility down to 14 guys on the roster, and uh, it was a big victory and uh, just great feeling, actually. A lot of hard work went into it. Only nine practices, and couldn't ask any more from the team than what they're giving me, so it's, uh, it's been great. For people that don't know, uh, you were hired in November, and all of a sudden you got to throw tasked with throwing together a hockey team, um, which made the quarterfinals last year, by the way, in the ACHA playoffs. Uh, a lot of guys came back, I think seven total. You had to go out and find another line somewhere and a backup goalie. You were able to do that with eligibility and, and making sure that everything was up to par. And you guys were able to hit the ice last Friday over in Missoula, losing uh, five to three in a game you felt you could have won. But what's this last couple of months been like for you to get to where you are right now? Uh, the last couple of months have definitely been a huge challenge, but it's been fun. Um, a ton of meetings. I would say I average about 20 to 30 meetings a day. And then obviously dealing with the ACHA, which actually has been wonderful, great experience. Just a lot of uh, paperwork, a ton of emails, a ton of meetings. Uh, obviously, then you have the team, then you have the eligibility, then you have the school. And obviously, you got to focus on grades, uh, professors. I mean, uh, there's a whole lot that goes into this. So uh, very more. it's very much more complex than you think. And um, yeah, it was and then getting seven players or eight in the time frame was also very difficult. So, uh, you know, um, yeah, it was a very difficult situation to get players in within uh, a few weeks of, um, you know, to get them to get them competing by uh, January fifth. Uh, well, and what people may not realize is of those guys that you had to find uh, to play soccer, to play golf, some of them hadn't skated in a few years in competitive hockey. Uh, but yet here they are one and one in a shortened season and beating a, a team that had won 11 straight and I think 20 on the year. Yeah. So I'll address that first. Yeah, it's kind of like the Montana miracle here. Um, I did have 20, <laughs> uh, and I, and I, the New Jersey, Montana miracle, in New Jersey, but I, and the New York city area, but no, it's the Montana miracle. Um, we had 25 players drop down to 16 because of eligibility and then down to 14. So I brought a ton of guys in and, uh, and, Big kudos to the to the guys that play for me because they brought a ton of recruits in too. It's just how the school works. It's very strict here and great academically. And obviously they, they focus first on academics, which it should be. 
and um, you know, so it made the situation a little more difficult. But uh, yeah, no, the and then addressing the win, uh, the huge win, six two over Missoula, the Grizz that were ranked number six. I mean, we kind of just dominated the game and played our game. I made a few adjustments. Uh, we have two and a half uh, lines of forwards, so seven eight forwards, uh, and then we have two sets of D's. So that's four D. Then we have two goalies. So. I mean, it was just hard work and playing smart and made a few adjustments and the kids played great. And as far as the first game that we lost 5-3, we could have uh, have won that too. We missed a breakaway and had a few nets that we, you know, a few open nets that I thought were open nets that we missed and a few plays that could have went the right way. And then also, I don't blame it on this, but 15 penalties, I haven't seen that since I'm like five years old, uh, <laughs> you know, um, or haven't seen it at all. I mean, maybe when I was five, uh, you know. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. We were penalized for 31 minutes out of 60, which is kind of crazy for a college game. So half the game we spent in the box and with a limited roster, it only gives you a line or two to really go out and kill a penalty. So basically the guys were killing penalties half the game and it was only with a line or a set of I'm not blaming that. I'm just saying it was a interesting circumstance and we only lost yeah. the game five, three and that was four power play goals for Missoula. So, but they played great as well. Missoula hats off to them. Uh, we split the series one and one. I'm very happy with that. Well, and it's, you know, I don't think a whole lot of people, mainly across the ACHA, but maybe even in, in Argo land, thought that a win was even possible this season. And yet, here we are talking about it and a chance to, you know, it's a minimal schedule, as we all know, and, you know, you and I especially know, but, you know, you're going to play five, six games, and you got a chance to really, you know, have that just one loss because you guys are comfortable already as a team. And I think you can see that when you watch the games. Oh, yeah. In practice, too, we're comfortable as a team. These guys are bonding. People are having fun again, which is the most important thing, having fun. And, you know, and then you throw a few wins in there. Obviously, obviously, I come to coach to win uh, and then have fun. That's my motto. Um, but, yeah, no, the guys are having fun. And academically, they're doing great. Everybody's doing wonderful in class. And then addressing the other three that joined our team from soccer. I mean, these guys are just phenomenal. They're playing really well. They didn't play for two or three years. They stepped right in. They look like, truthfully, I, I hope they stay with hockey because they're <laughs> playing great and looking, they fit right in. And then our golfer, Jake, he's playing great. It's hard to try the most difficult sport to transition over. And these guys are just playing lights out. Some of them haven't played since high school. And I mean, they're just playing great and fit right in. And the team's really gelling and uh, looking great. And I, I think uh, the rest of the season here, so the next four or five games are going to do really well. And, um, yeah, this would be a great ending here, uh, kind of a miracle. So, yeah, yeah. Um, from that standpoint. We're talking with uh, University of Providence hockey coach Tommaso DeAngelis here on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. You know, and I, I talked to one of the returning players, uh, Taylor McCall, last week in my office, and, and I said, you got 14 guys. You guys have basically two lines. Instead of 40-second shifts, you might be playing 20-second shifts or a minute 20 in some cases. And he said, you know what? We're used to it. We went into nationals last year because injuries with a limited roster. And I don't think the the shortened bench really showed over the weekend. What do you, what do you take away? No, you know, I ran these guys through some uh, conditioning drills and practice and some systems. So these guys got conditioned real quick. And, you know, a lot of the returners, Cooper Page, uh, Ty Alger, uh, McCall, um, these guys are all veterans, so and, and they're playing really well. Uh, and obviously, I think it goes hand in hand, like off the ice too. Academically, everybody's thriving, so I think they're having fun again. Uh, got some new apparel, got the team going, redid everything. Uh, you know, pre pretty much soup to nuts in the last three months. A full redo of the whole program. Uh, so these guys are really, really playing hard, and they're playing really great, and got themselves in shape really quick, taking everything serious. And then we have Lucky uh, Logan, our new trainer that came in from Middle Tennessee. Mm -hmm. He won a bowl game there, and he's our new strength and conditioning trainer. So that's huge. Uh, they're in the gym. I mean, it, this is uh, shaping up to be a great ending here. Yeah, and it's really only the beginning. And the beginning of my <laughs> uh, tenure. So, yeah, no. Um, no, so, yeah, the beginning of the ending. No, uh, it, no it's going great. Um, but meaning the end of the season, uh, obviously, yeah. but yeah, no, this is, this is going phenomenal. And it, and it's, I hope, uh, you know, this is for the kids and I hope the school is really enjoying it too. Cause it's been, it's been really awesome. Take me through you. Who is Tommaso DeAngelis? I know you come from the East coast and unfortunately you're a Yankee fan like coach Keller is. I I'll, I'll forgive you a little bit, um, being a Mets fan right here, but, uh, you, you've coached with Nashville predators, um, You've coached really a lot of great places, including at Rutgers. 
And back east, hockey, aside from the Midwest, is is beloved. So, yeah, uh, Rutgers University gave me the opportunity for a year, and we were ranked, I think, going into that season. So the year I got hired, they were ranked like 89th or 90th, and they had only won one game the season before. The year I left and the year I did there, we went 13-12-2 or 13-12-1, or we were 13-13-1. I don't know the official uh, – I haven't looked back. Uh, I try not to look in the past, but no, that, so we had a great year and we moved up to 24th and 15th in the ACHA division one, uh, ACHA ranking. So, you know, that was a phenomenal year for me at Rutgers and our coaching staff and all the players. And I'm always thankful for that opportunity. And it was a great place to coach at the time. Uh, and I enjoyed my time there. Um, then obviously coaching in the NHL with the national predators developmental and being all around the organization, that was just, um, a hell of an experience and uh, one I'll never forget. And always grateful for that as well uh, and appreciative for the opportunities that I've been handed. And, you know, I kind of work hard when I'm there. So some people say kind of deserve, kind of not. Well, however it goes, I uh, just just worked and uh, worked at it and kind of worked out for me. So um, on that note, yeah, I'm a Yankees fan. Uh, I was actually a better baseball player than I was hockey. Played AAU and All-Stars growing up. And a lot of the guys on my baseball team went pro, NFL, and MLB. But uh, joking aside, no, I, I was actually probably equal as great uh, of a player in hockey and baseball, but yeah, I'm a big Yankees fan. Ugh. We're going to have a fun, fun summer. Um, do you golf? I do golf actually. Uh, not a bad, not a, I mean, you guys, can, you guys can judge me on my baseball skills and golf, but you know, I never really talk about myself. I know I'm on a podcast, so people get to know me, but uh, yeah, I'm not a bad golfer either. I can't wait to get you on the course. You know, coach Keller is a golfer or thinks he is. Um, Mr. Hashley, our AD thinks he is. I guess, so, yeah, it'll be fun this summer um, getting on the course. Yeah, that'll be great. I'm, I'm actually really excited about getting on the course with you guys, and I appreciate any invite looking to see Doug uh, Ashley, our AD out there, and uh, Coach Keller from basketball. That'd be awesome to see how – definitely have some cigars. That'd be fun. Yeah, see how the golf game gets going. Did you bring your sticks with you? Uh, no, unfortunately, I think my sticks are in Annapolis, Maryland, where I'm at at the time. Uh, so I think they're uh, tucked away in Annapolis. <laughs> I got to get them out here. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you have a lot to still get out from the East Coast. What's been the biggest change moving from the East out to Montana? Actually, uh, I really love it out here. I used to come out here to vacation. Uh, family used to come out here to vacation. Um, I love it out here. I mean, this, this, uh, the change really... It's been positive, actually. A little slower pace. I can kind of in a nice small town um, or a nice small city comparative to New York City, uh, New Jersey, and Annapolis, Maryland. Um, and I really just enjoy the outdoors. So this has been very easy for me. And uh, just, you know, the more difficult part has been just all the work and all the meetings and everything, just trying to get from one place to the other that way, uh, literally having no time for myself. But <laughs> otherwise, it's been probably the most easy transition thanks to Sarah uh, here at the school and Doug and Doug RAD. So, um, and guys like you, Jason, and uh, a few other people and just been made my life a lot easier. Well, you know, it's great because I mean, hockey is, is such a, it's a growing sport still in Montana. Um, and, and, and having another university, having hockey back with the cats and the Grizz, I think it's just fantastic. I'm looking forward to what you can build um, starting this year, but even into to next year when you have a, a full season of recruiting and you've got other things under your belt, that's definitely going to help. Before I let you go, I've got a four-year-old. She wants to get into hockey. She's never been on skates. What's your best advice? My best advice is, this is going to sound kind of funny, but you know how people push that walker? I know your you're last name's walker, but they have like this walker thing now for hockey where they put people in the walker when they're younger and they try to get them on the ice. I would say for balance purposes, I know even though they're four, obviously you want to get a full helmet for them when they're on the ice and gloves. Uh, since they're very small, you don't want anybody getting hurt. But I would actually take somebody that actually plays the game and actually kind of walk them through the steps of skating, get them on the ice without the walker, the hockey walker, they call it, mm-hmm. and just let them kind of go and see how they do. And then, you know, get them little lessons here and there and uh, have somebody who actually played hockey out there with them to show them how to skate. Is it, what's the difference between figure skates and hockey skates? Okay. So the figure skates have a toe pick at the top and they're designed a little bit differently. Um, and the strides a little bit different. Uh, the toe pick definitely adds to a higher, I mean, figure skating is a high level of difficulty. Playing hockey is a high level of difficulty, but it's different type of skating, different edge work, different pushes, different long strides, different short strides, and the toe pick's the big difference. So a hockey skate has no toe pick as where a um, 
figure skate has toe picks at the top. Okay. Should I put her in blades that hockey, are hockey skates? Hockey, hockey skates. Ho- well, right. But yeah. ho- do I do the single or the double to get her started? Uh, when you say double, you mean like a pair of hockey skates, like one, two? You need a, like you need. No, I know she needs two skates, but I oh. mean blades on the uh, the you know the the skates themselves. The, oh well. Yeah, uh, single blade. <laughs> single, okay. <laughs> what do you, you guys are different, like soccer. They call them boots. They're not shoes. They call you know kits. So we have sweaters in hockey. Uh, what do we call hockey skates? Are they just hockey skates? I mean, I, I Canada here in America, I call them boots. When I'm up in Canada, I call them boots. Here, I call them skates. I mean, I had different jokes about them, but yeah, I go with boots or skates. <laughs> okay, so soccer and hockey. You guys are just weird. Yeah, soccer and hockey guys are a little bit strange, you know, like a little bit different, different species, you know, takes oh, a little bit different. Yeah. But they say hockey is one of the most difficult sports on earth. I agree with it. Uh, yeah, so, and soccer is kind of difficult <laughs> when you have a ball launched at your head at 20 miles an hour. You're trying not to be concussed every other play. So, yeah, I would say both have a high level of difficulty. All right, best shot or best hip check that you ever got to give? Best hip check I ever got to give, I was playing juniors uh, with the New Jersey Devils organization. Um and I was playing in Connecticut first, uh, I think at the time they were the junior wolf pack. Um, and guy was flying up the boards. I came back checking, turned and just ran him hip check and just stood him up and place went nuts and the boards buckled and the glass was Ooh. moving. So it was, it was a heavy hit. <laughs> <laughs> What's the hardest you've been hit? The hardest I've been hit was, uh, let's see. Um, all right, so before I signed uh, a two-year uh, pro deal for overseas, I was uh, in the summer. I was playing with a bunch of pro guys, and some guy lined me up. I some guy threw the puck behind me. I went to reach back, and some guy lined me up in the blue line and kind of. And I never had my head down. He caught me with my head down because I was actually not expecting a bad pass like that. Looked back for a second, almost got my head taken off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was, and, then, and then I had some profanities for uh, who I was playing with, but we'll keep that to the ice, not the interview. <laughs> well, it's, it's <laughs> hockey. You guys cuss a lot, so. Yeah, I try to keep it to a minimum, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. More, more, for, more for theatrical reasons, you know, that you kind of do it just to get a laugh. <laughs> Um, all right. I, I'm just, I'm interested in, in, in this. So tell me what we can about the schedule. And of course, people can always go to upargos.com and click on the hockey, but what can we talk about moving forward here for the rest of 23? Yeah. So I think for on the ninth, we're going to head to Bozeman, uh, versus Montana. Um, Montana we're trying State. to solidify Montana that, State. right? Montana State. Yep. Yeah. Don't. So we're trying to solidify that right now. And then we're also trying to solidify two home games um, here on the weekend of the 18th. Uh, But we're working currently with the rink and their board because when the schedule was put in last year, it was kind of revoked because they weren't sure if they were going to have the season until they hired me in November, which was a huge process to get through the school that they expedited. Because I was originally called October, and then they expedited it so we would have the season. Otherwise, it would have been a full cancellation of the season because obviously the guys haven't played in 11 months a game up until – just now mm-hmm. so uh with that being said we're working on two home games for the weekend of the 18th and then we actually just inv- got invited luckily to a playoff game so i have to talk to the uh ad our athletic director about that that's just awesome and uh, i know the the excitement around the athletics facility is jacked because hockey is back um go back real quick to hits how much does it really hurt to get hip checked or board boarded well, you know, properly, like a lot of these guys are really great players and good players. So sometimes, you know, you don't even feel the hit, but then there's just sometimes where it's an open ice hit and you get hit in the gut and you're out of steam or you get hit in the head. And obviously you've got a few more problems than just being, you know, having your uh, breath taken away. Um, it depends. It depends if, you know, what, what type of check it is, if it's a hip check, if it's just a regular check. I mean, obviously you don't want to get boarded or hit from behind. That's a whole different situation. That's usually a five and a 10, you know, 10 minute major mm-hmm. game misconduct. I mean, it, it really depends. It open ice hits could be deadly sometimes, just like the ones that, you know, as a comparison, Eric Lindros used to go through some stuff where he was hitting open ice. If you look back at yeah. some tapes, I mean, those were crazy open ice hits. If that happens in a game, you're pretty much hurt. Um, you know, uh, it depends. So, yeah, sometimes they hurt, sometimes they don't. It just it depends on the situation. All right, I've seen Miracle, uh, or not Miracle, I've seen Miracle on Ice, but Mystery Alaska, the dude, the one dude takes a, he blocks a shot with his um, man area, 
do you guys wear cups and does it, how much does it really affect? Oh, uh, you know, um, being on a podcast, I'll just say this. Yeah. I, uh, my career when I was playing, uh, I wore a cup, obviously my whole career. Um, and I hope <laughs> a lot of these guys do too. Uh, and yeah, it does, does hurt tremendously and you can get seriously injured. So you try not to, uh, you know, block shots with obviously being exposed like that. Does it, how bad does it hurt when you get block a shot with your foot? How bad does it hurt when you block shot with your foot? Like it depends if it's a slap shot, if it's a shot that's moving above 70, 80 miles an hour. I mean, you could shatter your whole foot. It just depends where it hits. If it hits your instep on the seam of the skate, I mean, you could break your whole foot and be out for a year. I mean, otherwise there's some that you take off the top of your toe where it could shatter the casing of the skate on the top. Uh, you see some guys in the NHL, they wrap Kevlar around it. They have the, uh, trainer, the trainers, uh, customize their boot or their skate. So yeah, you, you could do some serious damage or it could be a shot that you don't even feel. Well, depending on where it hits you in the skate. And how cold is it on the ice? Oh, you'd be surprised. So if you're really working hard, yeah, you, you feel cold for about a minute when you're out there in warmups. And then as soon as your body warms up, I mean, you are steaming hot. You'd be surprised actually how hot you are. You got to dump water, put water on your head. I mean, I used to take my bottles of water, put them all over my head. I mean, my head was on fire half the time when I was playing the games. Well, you've got great head of hair as it is. So, oh yeah, I think I've I think I've lost a few uh, hair follicles since I've been here, and a few other <laughs> and since the NHL and a few other things I've been doing. So I think I lost some hair since I've from Strack. Uh, well, I, I don't doubt <laughs> that. Stressful here, but you know, just in general, <laughs> you might have the best. I'm looking at it now. You might have the best head of hair on the coaching staff. You know, a, a few guys were joking around about that. They said, yeah, I, he, he still got the great head of hair. No, I keep things light. You know, I'm funny. I joke around. You see me for the most part. 95% of the time I'm laughing and uh, having fun. And then there's 5% where I'm real serious. And people go, oh, man, he's pretty serious. <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm 95% of my time, I keep my everything pretty light, you know. Well, hey, uh, it's been a pleasure the first couple of weeks. I can't wait for the next uh, month and a half here. And uh, thanks for joining us, Coach. I'll see you in the office tomorrow. Yeah, you too, Jason. I, I appreciate everything you do, and I know you work really hard, and I uh, just appreciate it from my end, everything, and uh, very appreciative. That is Tommaso DeAngelis joining us, Mike Miller State Farm Hotline, the Providence Argo hockey coach. And, uh, man, I, I've always enjoyed watching hockey. It's kind of fun to, to get to cover it now and, and to work with a coach and, and players that uh, just awesome. So good stuff. Thanks to Coach for, uh, for joining us. Uh, let's see here. Today is uh, Tuesday, the 24th of January. It is Beer Can Appreciation Day. In this date, 1935, the first canned beer, Kruger's Cream Ale, was sold by an American company, the Kruger Brewing Company. Uh, International Day of Education. Thank you to our educators. National Compliment Day. It is also National Peanut Butter Day. 1981, the Islanders, speaking of hockey, Talked about the Grizz getting four power play goals uh, out of five the other night. Islanders scored five power play, uh, five power play goals against the uh, Nordiques. 1990s, 1990, LA's Pat Riley becomes the 13th and fastest coach to reach the 500 victory plateau. Lakers beat Indiana. Riley, at the time, 500 wins, 184 losses, surpassed Don Nelson, who took 217 extra games to get to that milestone. Uh, 1993, U.S. Men's Figure Skating Championship, won by Great Falls' own Scott Davis. 2009, K. Yao, NC State women's basketball head coach, passed away. Uh, Sharon Tate would have turned 90 today. A couple other things here. Uh, 1848, James Marshall finds gold in Sutter's Mill in Coloma, California, started the gold rush. 1986, Voyager 2 makes the first flyby of Uranus, Finds new moons. Is that like, was that like a colonoscopy? Uh, Ted Bundy executed on this date, 1989. Just a few things that happened on this day in history. Let's do this. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. The walk-off is presented by Cafe Zydeco, where the Big Easy meets the Big Sky. Stop in for the best Cajun this side of New Orleans. Um, Let's see what happened here. Just got a message. 
don't think that's, I don't know if, I'll click on it. Hopefully there's no audio. Let's turn that down. Yeah, we're not going to, uh, okay. That's, never mind. Um, what was I going to say? Where were we? Oh, a couple of things here in the walk-off. Uh, there is panic at the disco. Why? The band announced today they're breaking up. And the big breaking news, dun, dun, dun. the Jason Walker show has finally hit New Hampshire. Finally, after just over, what, three years. So now we, have, we are heard and listened to in all 50 states and 54 countries. Can we have an, I thought we had an applause button. Guess not. We'll just do that. Anyway, thank you to whoever tuned in in New Hampshire. All 50 states and 54 countries now. That is cheering. Thanks to our great sponsors. Thanks to our fantastic listeners and viewers of the show. If you missed anything, you can go to jasonwalkershow.com. Brandon Day, thank you. Tommaso DeAngelis, thank you. Uh, working on the guest list for tomorrow. It's going to be a fun show, though. We'll see you back here on the Jason Walker Show. Have yourself a terrific Tuesday. Make it a great rest of the week. And we'll see you back here tomorrow. This has been another almost award-nominated edition of the Jason Walker Show. We'll see you. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.